Coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, we discuss taking responsibility with your health with a good friend of mine, Alex Montalenti. So we say it's hard, right? But it's actually not hard. It's just that we have to be disciplined and consistent in doing it. And eventually we'll be programmed that that's just the way we like to do things. Mm. And the payoff is like, you start to see the payoff and the payoff will be greater than the cost. You don't know how you want your life to go, then you will get whatever happens. Mm -hmm. Or you know what you want and you create it. We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, Ben Azadi here, host of the Keto Camp Podcast. Thank you for pressing play. There's a lot of options out there, and we are so grateful. We have a lot of vitamin G gratitude for you because you chose us today. Today's episode is special. Alex Montalenti is one of my best friends here in Miami. He's a mentor. He is just a rock star entrepreneur. You'll hear his story and his journey, how he literally landed, had a wake-up call at the cemetery after a car crash. He'll, He'll share that story. We'll get into some of the health challenges he had, some of the things that he did for his health, but the primary takeaway I want you to get from today's conversation is to take ownership over your health. Don't put your health in the hands of anybody else. Jim Rohn said, take care of your body. It's the only place you have to live. Wherever you go, there you are. You are a spirit in a human body, having a spiritual experience in a human body. See, there's a spirit, there's an energy, there's an intelligence within your body, and the body was built to be self-healing. And it really starts with responsibility, your ability to respond to life, to the circumstances. And I know you're listening and you're, you're thinking, yeah, but I have this diagnosis. I'm on these meds and this happened to me and I have these bad genes. All of that is relevant and it's also irrelevant when you take responsibility because you could overcome all of that no matter how bad your health is. And Alex is going to talk about this predictable future, something we learned from Tony Robbins. We both did Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within, and Alex has done many more of Tony Robbins' courses. And Tony Robbins talks about this, this Dickens effect, this, this principle where you go into your predictable future if you don't make a change. And he's going to outline how that works. I want you to really take action on that exercise. It's really, really good. We'll get into the difference between being interested in getting healthy, being interested in accomplishing your goals versus being committed. There is a huge difference, which I will discuss on today's episode. We discussed some of the biohacks Alex has incorporated to get his body fat down, why he gave up alcohol, what alcohol does to the body, to the brain, 
I know, don't shoot the messenger, but you got to hear the truth. Sometimes the truth stings, and it's very important to get the truth so you can get healthy and heal your body. Alex will talk about how he got smart with his exercise, one of the most beneficial things he's done with his morning routine, and how that sets his day up for success. This conversation is important for every human being, but especially important if you are a small business owner and an entrepreneur, because that's what Alex is. That's what I am. We are entrepreneurs. So we're going to share the importance of prioritizing your health as somebody who runs a business, has a family, and wants to live a long, healthy life. I love Alex. I cannot wait to bring him on. He is brilliant. You're going to love him. Before I do, I want to take a minute to acknowledge today's Apple Podcast rating and review of the day. This five-star review is short and sweet from AT, and it is titled Keto Camp, and here's what AT wrote. Keto Camp Podcast is great information. It's motivating and inspiring, and I'm ready to try keto. I love it. And I would say this, AT, don't try it. Do it. There's a difference between trying and actually doing. Uh, I always say trying is failure with honor. Sets you up to have an excuse and to give up. So do it. Go into it with a committed mindset. This conversation will help you have that committed mindset. Thank you, AT, for listening to the show, taking the time to leave that rating and review. We really appreciate it. We are so grateful. If you have not left the Keto Camp Podcast a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening from, please do so. Take a minute to just pause and do so right now. It really helps the show grow. Maybe I'll read your review, give you a nice little shout out on the next episode as well. We are just a few days away from our five-day keto virtual event. This is going to be life-changing for all of you who join us throughout the five-day Keto Kickstart Challenge. We have special guest speakers from the Keto Camp team and coaches and some other special guests that I haven't announced yet. And we're giving away over $20,000 in free prizes for those who join. When you join, you will qualify to win six months worth of coffee for free from Purity Coffee. Keto Mojo, blood glucose, and ketone devices. We're giving away five of those. We're giving away a one-year membership to our Keto Camp Academy, our signature course. We're giving away pure form plant-based omegas, which is the alternative to fish oil. We're not fans of fish oil. This is what we take to get the derivatives for EPA and DHA. We're giving away Paleo Valley bundles with beef sticks and apple cider vinegar capsules. We're giving away Redmond's Real Salts uh, electrolyte bundles. We're also giving away Dr. Ben Bickman's Health Code shakes, which is a keto meal replacement shakes. We're also giving away exogenous ketones from Kinetic and a lot more, including uh, several copies of my best-selling book, Keto Flex paperback copies. All you need to do is join us for free by going over to ketocampchallenge.com or click the link in the podcast notes. Put your name and email, and you're good to go. We start October 2nd. We're going to go live every day, five days in a row. If you happen to miss a session live, you'll be able to watch the replay throughout those five days. I encourage you to register. We're going to be discussing keto for beginners, keto for advanced, keto flexing, intermittent fasting strategies, autophagy, mTOR versus autophagy, uh, insulin resistance, diabetes, circadian rhythm, gut health. This is going to be five days of the best information you've ever come across before with the cutting edge research on health, nutrition, keto, fasting, and longevity. If you have registered for a previous challenge we've done before, you do need to re-register for this specific challenge. So head over to ketocampchallenge.com, join us, and I'll see you October 2nd at 12 p.m. Eastern time for the first live stream. 
Let's get into a life-changing conversation with my friend Alex Montalenti. Alex Montalenti is a technology innovator, serial entrepreneur, coach to realtors. He has more than 20 years of experience and is responsible for the creation of multiple companies, including his latest company, RealGrader, where he teaches real estate professionals how to develop an online presence and influence and grow their business, their reach, and scale up. Alex is also very much invested in the health space, especially with his health. You'll hear about that today. He is an incredible friend of mine. You're going to hear our backstory and how we met in our relationship. Here is Alex Montalenti. Alex Montalenti, welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast, my friend. Thank you for having me. This place is beautiful. Yeah, and Alex, you're going to learn our special relationship. I'm grateful for our relationship. Um, I consider you one of my best friends and also a mentor. And it's special because this is actually the first time you've been on my podcast. I can't believe it. We're 600 oh, wow. plus episodes in. And this is the first time we've done so many collaborations together. I thought I was together. on it before. I guess not. We've done other live streams and different things. This is the first official time you're actually on my podcast. Nice. So welcome, bro. Let's start with 2007-ish. You were driving your car and something happened to you. Finish it. Uh, yeah, way back then I was driving my favorite car that I had dreamed of getting. It was a beautiful black BMW M series, super fast, nice rims. I had earned it on working hard, building my own business. So it was like my own money and I was really proud and I was working my tail off, working through the nights we were doing at the time websites for real estate professionals. And I had a team in Romania so I was staying up late at night, working hard, making all this money. Everybody was looking at me like, how's this kid in his 20s, got this company, he's making all this money. But uh, on the inside, I was a little miserable. <laughs> like I was seeking balance. I was unhealthy. My blood pressure was high. I was like even getting like a stuttering lip from nervousness. And uh, one night I had a meeting with my business partner. I'm driving home in my BMW pull up to a red light right by my house and I just fall asleep at the wheel. And next thing I knew, I pressed the gas, went through a four-way intersection. Fortunately, nothing hit me. Went in between a tree and a pole that was literally the width of my car, up a grass knoll, through a brick wall, and my car landed with a thump. And I woke up and took a deep breath and I was like, holy I'm in a cemetery. And my car was totaled. And that's when I really had a wake-up call. Like, wow, really need some balance in my life. All this work, not good for Alex. Trajectory of my life was like, predictable future was I'd be dead soon. What are the chances of you landing in a cemetery and waking up and that is like your predictable future right in front of you, like literally right, right in front of you? Well, what are the chances of going through a four-way major intersection. Like if you see this intersection, there's cars in all directions with like lights going in all directions. Nobody hit me. I didn't hit anybody. Getting the, through that gap. The gap was literally, I went back the next morning. It was the width of my car. Like wow. my grandmother must've been looking out for me or something, guiding me like perfectly through there. And yeah, it was crazy because the week before that, I contacted somebody who was doing yoga and meditation. Cause I was like, I need balance. And this woman came to my house and she's, she looked at everything about me and she's like, you're like extreme. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you do things in extremes. Like you go, you know, I was going snowboarding in crazy places. I was going hang gliding in crazy places. 
I was doing extreme sports. My business was at an extreme level. There was no balance, no health. And she's like, you need to change everything. And I was like, you need to get out of my house. I'm good. <laughs> and uh, it turns out a week later, I crashed my car. I called her the next morning. I'm like, you need to come back because you were absolutely right. I was wrong and I'm ready to own it and take responsibility. And, and that's when everything shifted for me. Wow. So what, what were some of those shifts for you? You started to prioritize your health. You started to understand you were burning uh, the candle at both ends. You were working overnight. You were just doing things in an extreme way. So what were some of those initial changes that you made? Well, first of all, it's not worth it. Like me and my business partner were talking like I could have died. But like, is it worth it? All that work, all that craziness, all that, you know, lack of healthy routine. So I started creating a space for myself to meditate. I started meditating. I started doing yoga. I started taking care of my body, started being conscious about what I eat, created my own library of books, started reading books that were, were putting me in the right direction. And it wasn't short after that, that I met my ex-wife and we got married and had kids because like, finally I was in alignment. So I was like ready for the next level of life. Yeah. And then you moved down here to South Florida. Yep. And then that's where I met you. I actually met Alex at, um, you were doing some meditation, like retreats uh, at your house. I was doing some photography uh, at that time. And I took some photos of you to promote the event. And then I showed up and took some like videos and some content for your event. And then uh, you also learned that I was a personal trainer. And I had my CrossFit gym and I started training you yep. with your physical health. And then you started uh, mentoring me with my business and just relationships that was what, 2016, possibly like around totally, there? Yeah, 2016-ish. Yeah. Well, you know, the wake-up call that you had, it was a blessing when we look back at it, right? Because, yeah, you know, we look back and it, it created all these amazing things in your life. But what about the people that are watching Alex and listening who are unhealthy? And, you know, the predictable future, you said that word, and I'd love for you to unpack what that means, right? Like the predictable future for somebody who's watching health content, listening to it, and they're getting the information, yet they're not taking the action for whatever reason. What is this predictable future that we could tap into to see what our life would be like if we continue down this direction of not taking action, not taking ownership and prioritizing our health specifically? I think the predictable future for anybody listening is like, just imagine if you kept doing those routines and habits for five years, right? Like think of all the things that you're maybe not happy with yourself about, or the, all the things that you're doing that you know are kind of unhealthy. And if you were to continue to do those, like, what does that look like in five years? What does that look like for you? What does that look like for your family, for your loved ones? Okay. Maybe I'd be a little more unhealthy but now take it out 10 years. Now, how unhealthy are you? Are you like visiting doctors more? Are you taking more medication? Are you in hospitals more often? Now take it out 15 years. Now take it out 20 years. Are you like on a lot of medication at this point? Are you like walking around with a cane because you can't even take yourself out of your chair? Like how bad does it get? And the more you fast forward and the more you see the cost and more you see the pain, like what I love to do is get to a place where like I fast forwarded so far that I'm literally crying because I'm like, why and how can I do this to myself? Why would I do this to myself right now? Right? Like take responsibility. My, my good friend told me, he's like, so when you're saying, you know, I used to tell myself I'm being healthy. And the truth is I was full of it. Like that's bullshit. I wasn't being healthy, right? Being healthy would mean that I'm on a trajectory of getting healthy. But how come I wasn't getting healthy? Because I actually was lying to myself. 
I was pretending to be healthy. And I think a lot of people pretend to say, yeah, I'm doing the healthy things. Like, yeah, I'm losing a little weight and then they gain it back. It's like, if you're losing the weight and you're gaining it back, you're actually not being healthy. You're on a roller coaster, right? So who's taking the fork and putting it in your mouth? Somebody else? Or is it you taking the fork and putting it in your mouth? Who's choosing what to eat every day? Is it somebody else? Is somebody forcing you to eat all this food, right? Is somebody forcing you to not work out? Yes, there's circumstances. Yes, there's events. Yes, there's genetics. Yes, there's all this stuff that we could blame. But when you ultimately take responsibility, it's 100%. You own what you're putting in your mouth. You own the exercises you're doing. You own your healthy habits. You own your routines. And if you don't, yeah, you might die sooner than you wanted to. And how's that going to impact everybody around you? I just had it. And, and I think everybody should speak up about this. And like, we talk about this in our company now, say the unsaid, right? Like I have a, an employee that is overweight and I saw him and I'm like, dude, predictable futures, you're going to die. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I hate to be the guy, but I'm going to be the guy because I love you and I care about you. I'm going to tell you, you keep going like this, you're going to die a lot sooner and I don't want to lose you. Right. And I don't think there's other people that want to lose you either. And you probably don't want to lose yourself either. He's like, yeah, I don't. He's like, I just don't know what to do. And sometimes it's that we just don't know what to do. So seek guidance, read books, get coaching, get whatever, but own it because it's your life. Nobody else's. Yeah. Own it. That's where it starts. Ownership, responsibility. Right. So the predictable future thing, I, I love that because you put yourself in this, you know, intentionally this dark, painful place where you're in so much pain. The people around you are suffering. You're on these meds, you're in a wheelchair, whatever dark place you get to. But then like, that's your future if you don't make those changes and don't right. take responsibility. So are you also looking at your predictable future if you're actually making these changes and what 100%. that looks like? Yeah. So, I mean, if, you know, if you've been to a Tony Robbins event, like Unleash the Power Within, he goes through this Dickens process. Yeah. And the Dickens process is like, you're, you're looking at all that, creating that high cost, that high pain, and then you're getting rid of some limiting belief that you have that's getting in the way. And once you get rid of it, now you create that new future. Five years out, what would it look like if I'm being healthy? 10 years out, what would it look like if I'm being healthy? 20 years out. And like for me, I've created that I'm going to be a centenarian and I'm going to be a healthy great-grandfather. Great. Right? So I'm already envisioning like being a, not just a grandfather, but like a great-grandfather who's healthy that my kids look up to. And I've lasted over a hundred years and like I'm healthy and let's go. Right. But what's it going to take to be that? And that visualization process helps you really see it for yourself. Because once you see it, you got clarity. Now you know where you're going. It's like a GPS. Now you've got the map. I love that process. That's a real big takeaway for those watching and listening. Like go into your predictable future. Do you start with the pain first? I think that's how it works yeah. with the Dickens process. At, at, we, we went to Tony Robbins together last year at the Unleash the Power Within. I actually went because you suggested it. And we did that Dickens process. And that was quite the experience. Like 10,000 or I don't know, at yeah. least 10,000 people in that seminar and they turn off all the lights and you, they have you go each individual person into a dark, predictable future. And you hear people like Screaming, you hear blood curdling screams, crying, like for uh, what a few minutes you're yeah. in that place. Right. And then we shift into that predictable future of like health and longevity and what that looks like. Right. And you don't have to go to a Tony Robbins seminar to do that. Like you can do that right now. Like if you're listening and watching this, like when you're done, do that, go into that dark place, live there because that is your, your future. Yeah. And a lot of people think that's crazy, right? Like I've brought people to those events and they get to that and then they walk out and they don't get to the other side. 
And I get that that's crazy, but you know what else is crazy? A cataclysmic event that happens in your life, like a car accident into a cemetery. Am I going to go in and visualize my predictable future or am I going to go crash my car into a cemetery? I'll take the visualization (laughs) all day long. And, and, you know, people say, yeah, but it's hard, Alex. It's hard to make these changes. It's hard to eat healthier food. It's hard. And I would agree it is. But you know what's harder? Being bed bound, being in a wheelchair, having chronic fatigue, being on all these meds and relying on something treating symptoms like that is much harder. You do the harder things now then it's going to make life so much easier. Like you said, being a centenarian, being a great grandfather and being energetic for your kids and your kids' kids. Like you put the emphasis and the ownership now and it might be hard in the beginning, but it makes it much easier later because it's going to be much more harder if you're not taking the ownership now and making those changes. So that's a perfect segue to this book I just finished that I got to talk about. Please. It's huge. Atomic Habits. Have you read it? Yeah, it's a fantastic book. Dude. So, I mean, when you think about habits, like how they get formed from like a young age, right? And they just become so unconscious that they're just automatic. Think of all the things that you just do automatically. Like I drove here, right? And I got to say half the time it was automatic. <laughs> yeah, like I, I wasn't that. conscious all, yeah. 100% of the time. And fortunately I got here and <laughs> we're good to go. But um, there's so many things that we do that are just unconscious. Now, if I'm doing bad habits, the consequences are pretty instant. If I have good habits, the benefits don't pay off for a long time, but it's that consistent action, right? When you take a good habit and that becomes consistent and that becomes automatic, that's huge, right? Now think of the flip of that, how many bad habits we have that are consistent and automatic, right? So, I mean, for most of my life, yeah, my unhealthy habits, I mean, I'm a guy that used to eat like Doritos off of my belly while I worked. And like, you know, and my friend Mario came in, he's like, dude, what are you like, (laughs) really? And I'm like, yeah, because like, I didn't think about it. It was unconscious for me. It was like, grab the quickest snack, right? Now I'm very careful, like what I buy, what I put in my refrigerator, what I put in my closet, right? How I even position the food at the table, because some people at the table, like my family may not be interested in being as healthy as me. So I position it like the fruit and the salad is closer to me the meat and the breads are all the way over there. And that way I don't even have to think about it, right? So it becomes unconscious. Hey, when was the last time you bit into a juicy burger or a perfectly cooked steak and thought to yourself, this is the best thing I've ever tasted? If it's been a while, it's probably because most meat products are conventionally raised, which not only affects the flavor profile, but significantly diminishes the beneficial nutrients and minerals. And believe it or not, even products that are labeled as grass-fed or ethically raised to make you think they're high quality are often finished on grain or in factory farms, which is why I am so excited to share something with you today that will not only help you avoid the hormones, antibiotics, and pesticide residues that diminish the taste of conventionally raised meat, but could also save you nearly $1,000 over the next year on your grocery bill. And the best part? This may be the best tasting thing you've had in a long time. So what the heck am I talking about? I'm talking about Wild Pastures Meat Delivery. They provide the highest quality meats from small, regenerative, family-run farms here in the United States that prioritize sustainability and animal welfare. Their beef is 100% grass-fed. Their pork and poultry are pasture-raised, something you won't find anywhere in the grocery store, 
resulting in meats that are not only healthier for you, but also better for the environment. One of the reasons why me and my fiance Natasha loves wild pastures is that we can opt out out of supporting harmful conventional farming practices and instead support small family-run farms without spending a fortune. And the convenience doesn't stop there. They offer delivery straight to your door so you can enjoy delicious, high-quality meats without even leaving your house. No matter where you are in the lower 48 states, Wild Pastures has got you covered. Not only is this the most convenient way to get your meat products, but Wild Pasture meats are better for you nutritionally, and they're higher in the total nutrients, phytonutrients, antioxidants, key fatty acids, vitamins, minerals, proteins, and amino acids. And today, for keto campers, for a limited time, you can get 20% off every box plus free shipping for life and $15 off your first box. This is a crazy deal, and I hope you take advantage of it. So make the switch to Wild Pastures today and save nearly $1,000 on your grocery bill while feeling healthier and enjoying the best tasting meats of your life. All you need to do is go to the link in the podcast notes down below. Everything is already applied. All you got to do is click that link, customize your order, and you'll have some delicious, healthy tasting meats very soon. Head to the podcast notes down below, click the link, enjoy your wild pastures. Okay, let's get right back to this episode. All right, so atomic habits and these habits that you you mentioned, when we do a good habit, the payoff you don't see right away. Yep. Typically, when you do a bad habit, you get an instant like gratification, right? That's what makes it tricky because those good habits, you're not going to notice it right away. But they compound all over time. Compounding effect. The yeah. compounding effect. And, and that's good or bad. And when I personally started to understand, I read The Slight Edge back in uh, when I was obese and suicidal. That was the first book I read, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson, which is all yeah. about the compound effect, similar to what Darren Hardy teaches in Atomic Habits. This is just an older version of it, right? Yep. And the first thing that I learned from that book that started the great change in my life was, number one, taking responsibility, which we just covered. You got to take ownership and responsibility and commit you're, you can't be 99% committed. If you're 99% committed, you're 100% not committed. Either you're pregnant or you're not, right? It's, it's a black or white thing. So you yep. commit. Then number two, you start to understand that these daily behaviors that we do every day are compounding over time, good or bad. So for me, when I was obese, 250 pounds, 34% body fat, uh, suicidal, addicted to video games, eating sugar, Doritos off my belly too, I understood that this, this didn't happen overnight. This was a result of all of these daily habits over time that now compounded here. And so if I did that, then I could do other daily habits and behaviors to compound to something great, right? So it really gave me this sense of like, oh my gosh, there's actually something I could accomplish great things in my life. So how, how can we get that through to the audience? Like small little tweaks. What are some small well, little- I think the best, when I heard the book, it was like, we always hear about the compounding effect of money. Yeah. Right. And it like, makes so much and sense. And we teach this in school and we teach this everywhere. And even though not everybody implements it, it's like save a dollar today, save a dollar tomorrow. And then by the end of the year, you got $365, save $1,000 this month. And now at the end of the year, you got $12,000, right? And you can like do stuff with it's your math money. math science, right? Right. But it's, it's so little each day, right? But it adds up over time, right? So what are you doing health-wise that you could change that's so little every day? Mm. Right. Like for me, a big change was I wake up at 6 a.m. I wasn't doing that a year ago, but now 
man, the compounding effect of waking up at 6 a.m. I have so much more time to do what I want to do for my morning routine. A, now I'm like stacking my habits too. So I'm doing the bike ride with the sunrise at the same time, right? Then I'm doing the meditation and the journaling. Then I'm doing the workout, right? Like I'm adding all this stuff in, but now it, it's such a habit. And I've only been doing this for since April, right? Like really stacking all this stuff. And now it's so necessary and it's like so part of my life that when I don't do it, it's awkward. Mm -hmm. So we say it's hard, right? But it's actually not hard. It's just that we have to be disciplined and consistent in doing it. And eventually we'll be programmed that that's just the way we like to do things. Mm -hmm. And the payoff is like, you'll start to see the payoff and the payoff will be greater than the cost. Right? Yep. Makes so much sense. You know, one of the challenges I challenges I see with at least like my students, for example, they want to do all these different changes at once. And instead of choosing maybe one or two behavior changes and mastering that and getting some momentum, they change like 10 things at once. Yeah. Extreme. Extreme. What I yeah. So give some advice on that. Like why it's important to, to choose maybe a, a couple of things to get some momentum in, and then ha you mentioned habit stacking. What exactly does that mean? So I, I'm, I haven't been a disciplined human being for most of my life. Right? Like I always, I look at people that would go to the army, Navy and how disciplined they are. And I'm like, that's freaking amazing. Right. And it just wasn't me because to me it was like, discipline is like lacking freedom, <laughs> right? Like I don't have freedom now, but actually discipline now is like having healthy habits. And now I have more freedom Yeah, because my mind is free of all the hard work that I got to do because it's all unconscious habits now. So you want to master it, right? And then you want to set it as an unconscious thing right? Like the more you do it, the more it's going to go to your unconscious versus your conscious. Conscious is working. Unconscious is automatic, right? Like you're not working when you're driving your car to get to the location. Most of it's automatic. So how do we do that with health? How do we do that with family? How do we do that with relationships, right? And yeah, it's a good idea to pick a few and master them and kind of just go with, they go in the bank of automatic healthy habits. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, I'll give you an unhealthy habit. Like my, I love my mom, right? But my mom as a kid, she was all about family. So for her, the family was like eating around the table. Mm -hmm. So the family was also like, let's get Entenmann's and have an Entenmann's cake somewhere in the closet. So by all the dishes, there was always an, you could count on it. <laughs> like there was an Entenmann's box. Maybe one day it's cheese pastry. Maybe one day it's the one with walnuts or whatever, but you could count on it. Was that a healthy habit? No but it was a habit that got created and now it's automatic. And I started to create it as automatic. I could count on that being there in elementary school, in middle school, in high school, right? And my friends would come over. They could start to count on the Entenmann's being there, right? You ever go to your friend's house and he's got like the Oreo cookies. Yeah, yeah. You could count on them having the Oreo cookies. It's a simple shift like that. Why did it have to be Oreo cookies? Why couldn't it have been grapes or oranges or apples, mm -hmm. right? That, that little shift, you just got to make these shifts and then they add and they stack and they stack. And the next thing you know, you are being a healthy person. But I think an important part that they talk about in the book is the identity. You actually have to commit all in to that's your identity. I am being an, a healthy person. So would a healthy person do this, right? Like you're presented with bread on the table and butter at every restaurant we go to. Would a healthy person take the butter and the bread and spread it? No, a healthy person wouldn't do that right? I don't even know where that butter comes from to start with, <laughs> right? But needless to say, that's a nationwide, actually, that's a worldwide habit, 
we expect the bread to be on the table and we expect it to be warm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so it's like, you have to make that shift for yourself. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. My, my habit is when the bread comes, I actually say, can you please take this back? I'm not going to be somebody who's going to consume it. I don't want to waste it for you. Or please don't bring me the bread and butter. Yeah, same. Exactly. Yeah. Simple request like that makes a big difference, right? And that yeah. that compounds over time too. Imagine, not- imagine all the times you ate the bread compounding. And now imagine all the times you don't eat the bread compounding. <sighs> Freaking Olive Garden with their free breadsticks got me all the time back in the day. <laughs> That's how they get you in there. So what about belief? Because a lot of people are dealing with so many different health conditions and symptoms. So autoimmune, you mentioned high blood pressure, you had that, uh, obesity, diabetes. A a lot of people might say, yeah, they want to start making these changes. Maybe they do, but they do it to a certain point and then they do something to get back on the course they were for being unhealthy. And I think a lot of that spans to them not really believing in their body ability to heal itself and get those optimal health results. So how important is it to believe that you can do this and your body could heal itself as long as you do your part? That's huge. I mean, that, that's, that's everything. Cause I don't even think it's about whether you believe your body can heal itself. It's whether you believe in yourself to get to the goal that you're setting out for yourself. But what if somebody's having trouble developing that belief? Cause I, you've, you told me once, you know, I'll share my story with you when you started coaching me, when I was a personal trainer charging, what, $35 an hour, you saw like so much potential in me, right? You had a lot of belief in me when I didn't even have that belief in myself. Yep. So I borrowed your belief, right? You, you said, you know, you should be charging this much. You should be doing this with the gym. You should be doing this online. And, and I didn't believe it myself. I really didn't. But I leaned into your belief until I developed that belief for myself. So do you feel like that could be a good way for people to lean into a mentor or coach to borrow their belief until they adopt it themselves? Absolutely. It worked for you. It did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And for everybody listening, I mean, Ben was coming to my house, going back to back, driving from people's houses because he cared about their health. Right. And he was charging like 30 bucks an hour and he was coming to me. He's like, I was like, Ben, I love some personal training. He's like 30 bucks an hour. I'm like, Cake, no problem. That's, that's way less than anybody else has ever charged me. But then I saw how intelligent he was, how much knowledge he had, all the ways he wanted to help me and like how committed he was to health, not just for me, but for everybody. And I was like, dude, you need to be charging way more and be doing way bigger things. And I just saw something great in him. And that's how it works in this world. Like somebody saw something great in me, my friend Mario he saw greatness in me and saw me as a leader and a visionary in a time when I wasn't that. Mm. Right. And I believed in what he believed in. And I, I went for that. And I, you know, like the Michelangelo's with the David, like carve away everything that's not David. I carved away everything that wasn't really me to get to where I am and where I'm going. And I think that's what we need more in this world is like Mario believed in me. I believed in you. I'm paying it forward with you. You're paying it forward with the world right? Like that's what it's all about for people listening. Like who are you believing in and who are you supporting? Like, do you have that one person that you're like, you're freaking amazing and you stand for their greatness and you stand for them winning. Right. And truthfully, that's what our families need to look like too. Like I want to be my family's biggest fan. I want to be my daughter's biggest fan. I want to be my girlfriend's biggest fan. I, I want to be like my mom's biggest fan. I stand for their greatness because I see how great they are. And maybe the world does. It's not even about that. It's actually that we don't see our own greatness. We need somebody else sometimes to remind us how freaking great we are. 
And that's when we can start to like really believe it and take off on it. Yeah. Well said. You you mentioned having people in your life that give you that belief that charge you up. How do you go about and finding those people? Let's say somebody has a whole bunch of energy suckers. Those who like are happy with people being sick and happy with people eating unhealthily. How do you go about and find those, the right people in your life? More importantly than that, how do you identify the people in your life that are the, the belief uh, boosters or the chargers? And I don't the- think, yeah, I don't think you can go out and look for that. Like I didn't go out and look for Mario. Mario found me and believed in me, right? So I think I'm going to put it out there in the world right now. It's like, rather than you waiting or looking for that person, it's like, I like what Alex is talking about, but why doesn't somebody talk to me about my greatness? Well, why don't you go out and do it for somebody else? Mm. And I guarantee you that's going to come back. It may not come back tomorrow. It may not come back next month. But at some point, you're going to be like, whoa, now I've got this person or these people or this group. I have a group of people that believe in me now. right? I got 40 employees that all believe in our vision. And I believe it's just because I come from contribution too. So when I'm coming from contribution and I'm giving and I'm believing in people and inspiring people, and I'm not looking for anything in return that's when the magic happens, right? We're so consumed with survival and like taking care of ourselves and all that, but let's come out of that and give, and then it'll come back to you. Don't worry about it. Like the universe takes care of that. Mm, I love that. Don't worry about that. So be that person right? for somebody else. I love that. Your health journey. Let's talk about that. You were, what was your highest weight again? Two, like 230. 230. When we met, you were overweight and we trained heavily and then we stopped training together. And you've had different variations of health transformations, right? I think right now it's like the biggest one I've seen. Like you've been so committed. You gave up alcohol. Share the health journey for yourself. Like what were some of the steps you took, some of the challenges you had, and and where are you at with your health journey right now? It's always next level. And in the past, it used to be a roller coaster for me. Right? Like I would have these amazing breakthroughs. I'd lose all this weight and then I'd gain some back and then I'd lose it again and then I'd gain some back and then I'd try something new and then I'd stop doing it. But when you're on this roller coaster, that should tell you that you're not consistent. Big breakthrough for me was doing 75 hard because mm. I had to be consistent on, I think, six to seven things per day. Explain it because some people don't know what that is. Yeah, so 75 hard is Andy Frisella's uh, challenge. challenge yeah. And it's you check in every day, you take a photo of yourself just for the habit of taking a photo of yourself and looking at your progress. Every day you do two exercises. One has to be outside minimum, minimum 30 minutes. I think it is. Um, you have to read from a book, a minimum of X amount of minutes. You have to drink a gallon of water every day. So there's like seven healthy routines that you do, but it's about the discipline because if you miss one, you start over. Mm. Right. So the first time I was doing it, I was doing it. And like, I'm telling I'm on flights to Hawaii and I'm still getting it in. Nice. Right. Like I'm on flights all over the country. I'm still getting it. in. I, I remember one time I came home at midnight and my girlfriend hadn't seen me for like a week. And I'm like, baby, I, I really want to hang out with you, but you know that I have to get my second workout in. Right. And she's like, I know you're committed, like go mm-hmm. for it. She supported me. And it's like, it's that level of discipline and commitment that I had never done in anything health-wise in my life for 75 days straight. And I didn't have to reset. I did all 75 days. That transformed me as a human being. That taught me discipline. Yeah, right. perfect example of commitment. Because right. if you were interested in it, you would have not 
completed those 75 You can't dabble hours. on 75 hard. You can't. You You're can't. either all in or you're you not. Dab- you don't dabble. You dominate. Uh, so that's where you really started to change that roller coaster status of losing weight, gaining it back. And something that I noticed you do very often is your morning routine, which you mentioned. You have a really uh, awesome morning routine. Getting morning sunrise and sunlight is one of the best things we do for our health. But you also uh, work out very consistently, like Barry's Boot Camp, and you do other workouts. Yeah. How has that contributed to not just your health, but also your energy levels? And you run a big business. How does it help you with your business, being healthier with uh, fitness specifically? So the crazy part is I do less now and I'm getting more results. And that with, goes, with what work or exercise with workout and oh, exercise and it. all that. And I think that goes to that 10 X is easier than two X book that yeah. you recommended to me, yeah, yeah. which is like, you don't have to do as much to get the results. Turns out I was like sweating like crazy, going to Barry's boot camps, doing all these workouts. And I haven't got to the, the weight and shape that I'm in now. Interesting, right? Like, and now I don't work out that hard. I don't sweat that hard, but I just got smarter about what I do. Right. And one of the things is your blood work. Like you have to look like, I didn't realize how important this was. And I thought blood work meant going to the doctor and they run your blood work. That's not blood work, everybody. Okay. What your, your regular doctor is going to do the minimum number of blood work for you because I don't know what their problem is. (laughs) <laughs> I think they care, but apparently it doesn't feel that way. I know what the problem is. <laughs> so, so when I get blood work done now, it is a huge panel. It's a lot of vials and I'm testing testosterone, estrogen levels, all this. Turns out for 40 years of my life and probably, or at least the last 10, my testosterone has been rock bottom, right? My estrogen levels have been super high. My hormone levels are out of whack, right? So I, I got a functional medicine doctor and it first started with you, Ben. And then I got my girlfriend is a nurse. So she did the full rundown for me. And now I've got my hormones in check. Now I've got the right supplements in place and the weight is just falling off of me. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I don't have to work out that hard, right? Like I can still eat something sweet every once in a while. And it's like not a major deal because it burns right through me. But back in the day, it was like everything I consumed was like immediately turning into fat. Yeah. My metabolism was low. My estrogen level was high. My energy levels were low. Now my energy levels through the roof. So, I mean, there's some smartness to this too. It's not like, yeah, I'm just going to go do 75 hard. I'm going to work out hard and I'm going to see results. You may, but you also want to check the whole spectrum and get, take inventory on your blood work and then take inventory on like everything that's going on at the, at the root, at the cellular level. Right? Yeah. hundred percent. And the 75 hard, I think the biggest benefit is more of that mindset discipline you develop versus like the exercise. Oh, 75 hard. You also do not drink for 75 days. That's right. Yeah. So I had done 30 day, no drinking. And then I did 75 hard. I did 75, no drinking. And then I don't know how many of you know, but Ben committed years ago to not drink. And then what's, what was the, is there a goal around that? It was just, it was, I felt like it was holding me back from my goals and my vision, slowing Bingo. me down. So it's going to be nine years ago this January that I decided to stop. Yeah. Bingo. And so me on April 21st, same thing. I saw that this was just getting in the way of how big I wanted to be. And it, it wasn't in alignment with the identity that I created for myself. Exactly. Centenarian, healthy, great grandfather. I looked at alcohol and lifting a beer or a wine or anything and said, that doesn't match. That does, that's not a match for what I am being. And that's it. I stopped on April 21st. I haven't had a drink since. No problem. I drink water. I drink kombucha. I have beautiful teas. I enjoy myself. I save money. 
and I have clarity the next morning. I work out in mornings on the weekends when in the past my morning would be a recovery, right? Or like it would be sluggish or it would be foggy. And I don't think everybody who drinks really realizes until you've done it long enough, like not drank long enough, how much that affects your mental clarity. Mm. Like I wish I had stopped drinking like right after college. Okay, have fun in college, whatever. But then I should have just stopped after that. Had I known what I know now, right? Like way bigger vision, way more clarity, way more connected to human beings, way more present. You know how much time is wasted trying to get a drink at a bar? You know how much money money is wasted (laughs) on a yearly basis in alcohol, right? And what do I get out of it? A, A temporary high? No, thanks. I don't need it. A hundred percent agree. But you know, because you're clear on your goals and your identity. Yeah. So that's where it starts. Once you get clear on your goals and identity and having goals is so so important. Having those, Dr. John Demartini talks about it, the highest values, which is unique to each individual, right? The, The Greeks call it the telos, which is the study of purpose and meaning. Yep. Most people don't know what their highest values are. They're living their life according to what society and their relationships have determined for them. So what, what what can we do? What can they do to get clear on their unique goals? Because then when they're clear on that, the decisions become easier. The pizza, the beer, the alcohol, the smoking, whatever it is, if it's not aligned with that purpose, it's an easy decision to say no to it. But if you don't have that purpose clear, then that's when you're susceptible to it. So how do you get clear on the purpose? Well, I'll ask the audience, when's the last time somebody asked you what's important to you, Right. Like, we don't ask that question of ourselves. What do you want? What's important to you? I asked my kids who go to school, right? Amazing school system. Has the teacher or anybody in the school ever asked you what's important to you? Like, what do you care about? What are you interested in? All three kids said no. Mm. That scared the right? Because I'm like, if the school system's not asking, okay, are the parents asking? I know I ask my kids, but are we asking our kids that? Are we asking each other that? The number one question we ask of our employees, what's important to you? What do you value? I ask that on every interview because I want to get connected to what's important to you and what you value, right? So once you create that with your own words, they just came out of your mouth. Now you've got an idea of where you want to go, right? Now, the next thing I do is I look at the seven areas of life, right? Financial, I look at family, I look at social, I look at relationships, I look at business, I look at spiritual or religion, what have you. And I create who I want to be in those seven areas. I want to create what I want to achieve in those seven areas. And I write a story about my life, like what I want out of my life. I have a whole storybook, which came from another friend of mine, Ian Gray, writing the storybook of my life, like the fairy tale of my life, how I want it to go. Because if you don't know how you want your life to go, then you will get whatever happens. Mm -hmm. Or you know what you want and you create it, right? So now what I'm doing is I create in all seven areas and I create habits that foster me reaching those goals in all seven areas. And I have, I can go on like crazy on this, but I have an air table where I read it in the morning and it tells me these are the habits that I want in my life to create the goals and visions that I want. Because if I daily consistently do these, I will achieve the results. I know that, right? But I don't remember that every day. And I think that's what we forget is like those daily habits, those cues, those reminders, right? Of like, okay, 
I'm creating that, but what's it going to take to achieve it? Am I reminding myself every day to do that? And finally, when I've reminded myself enough times, it's automatic. Now it's just who I am. Mm. Right? What I heard there is like clarity. You're clear and you actually have a system and a structure in place. Hey, Keto Camper. What if there was an easy way to help detoxify your body, ease stress, unwind, and hey, even burn more calories? What I'm talking about is sauna usage. Now, there's a lot of studies that show the benefits of using a sauna And it could be kind of complicated because they're expensive and typically you have to go to a facility to use a sauna. What I love about my sauna is that it's a blanket that I use at the comfort of my own home. I use the one from Bond Charge. And sauna blankets work by raising your heart rate to that of physical exercise so you burn calories while you're relaxing. And you could burn up to 600 calories in one session. Sweating also helps flush out toxins like heavy metals, from your body and elevating your heart rate while relaxing releases endorphins, which can leave you feeling euphoric. I feel like I just got a 60 minute massage when I get out of this thing. It works by using infrared light, which heats the body directly rather than the air around you like a traditional sauna. This means you get the same benefits at a lower heat. You also don't need to have your head in the heat like a traditional sauna. It's very easy to use. You can enjoy a session of 30 to 45 minutes while relaxing, reading, watching TV, or meditating. It's easy to clean. It's low EMF, especially compared to other brands out there. Simple and easy to get set up. And even more important, you, Keto Camper, are offered a nice coupon code for Bond Charges products, including their infrared sauna blanket. So head over to bondcharge.com slash ketocamp and use the coupon code ketocamp at checkout to get 15% off your order. We'll drop that link down below along with the coupon code in the podcast notes. Okay, let's get right back to this episode. One of the things that I noticed about you that I really admire is that you do a lot for self-development and personal development, like not just reading books, but also going to a lot of courses, spending money to go to Tony Robbins, spending money to go to Landmark, something that you introduced me to, Landmark Education, flying to Texas to go to that author, um, The Road Less Stupid, is that the name of the book? Keith Cunningham. Keith Cunningham, yeah. You're always going to courses and you're just so hungry to learn more and you're investing in yourself. Why is that important to you? And why do you think that's important for people to to, to go to uh, events and courses and, and invest in themselves? Well, part of my big vision is to create an education system for children that is different, non-traditional, that teaches things like habits, right? That teaches things about business, entrepreneurship, the things that I wanted to learn that I had to go pay money and figure out on my own or through experience or whatever. I think we're missing the mark on that, right? And, and I think there's a need for different types of schools, not just the traditional schools, like I don't want my kids necessarily to go to university. I think that's old school. Mm -hmm. Like how could it possibly be new school in a time of like AI where things are changing like by the moment and we're going to send our, you know, you can, you all can do whatever you want. But me, I'm not a big fan of sending my kids to university. That is four years in a time gap in a shell, not taking into account. They can't get the information out fast enough because textbooks can't get printed that quick. Materials can't get approved that quick. But yet I have to change things in my business on a daily basis based on the changing technological environment, the changing environment, the changing economical environment. 
we are fast moving and my kids are way more fast moving than me. They fly through content on TikTok. They fly through content on YouTube. And I'm not going to put them in some traditional system. So yes, my vision is the Montalenti education system or whatever. I want my legacy to be that there's a school for that. So that's why it's important for me to go. It's also important because I have visions and dreams for me, my family, my team, my company. And in order to go next level, I have to be the next version of myself, right? So if I'm plateauing, I'm looking for that next breakthrough because wherever I am, it's from the information and knowledge I have until now. So if I want to go next level, I need new information, new knowledge, or I need to implement something more habitually or more consistently, right? So I'm looking for that next thing and then next thing so that I can go next level, next level. I'm in a company right now that I've never built a company this big, right? Like I got over 50 employees. We do millions of dollars. We have over 700,000 clients, subscribers. So it's like, I've never done this. This is new to me, right? Like I've never been a father before at this level of a 10 year old, a 12 year old, a 14 year old. So I got to read books about that. I got to, I'm reading love languages of blended families right now because mm -hmm. I'm in a blended family. That's next level for me. I never did blended family before. So what is it? I mean, if you're not investing in your education, investing in your development, you're flat, you're stagnant, flat and stagnant. Not for me. In fact, I go the other way when I'm flat and stagnant. I start to get into my mind. I start getting into like depression, you know, like I could, I could go the other way. Like I need that constant evolution. That's where I flourish. That's how I thrive. That's like, I'm hungry for it. I could relate production, right? Product being productive, right? For yourself and for society and progress. Like, so I, I didn't get to finish the point on the seven areas. So the big breakthrough for me on the seven areas is like, everybody's like, I got to get to the finish line. I don't need to get to the finish line. I need to, I have peace of mind that I am making progress in all seven areas of life on a daily basis. And you know how I sleep at night? Like a baby, right? Because I know I'm making progress, but I don't have like, oh, I didn't get there yet. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't get to the revenue numbers I wanted this year, but I'm still going to sleep at night. Why? Because I'm making progress, right? I just, it's about progress. So progress, education, self-development, it's all part of the same thing. Yeah, no, it reminds me of uh, Earl, Earl Nightingale had a quote for success. His quote for success was, success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal, right? Yep, I love that. So a worthy ideal is a, a goal you've fallen in love with. And as long as you're closing the gap between where you are and that goal, you're making progress. In other words, you're successful. You're a successful human being. The second that you stop and go off course or maybe give up is when you start to become unsuccessful. But you become successful the instant you go back into take, taking action and becoming uh, uh, productive again. Do you watch TV at all? You don't watch sports or anything like that, right? It's like, so it, it makes sense that you don't because you're just so clear on the vision. Uh, I have found that when you're not, then you want to fill that void with things that are just going to give you instant gratification. And that's something really minor like TV, but like, there's also drugs and alcohol and other things. So was that always the case for you in terms of like not being sucked into like television and sports or no, not always the case. You used I to never, watch. I was never the video game kid. Like all my friends play video games, but I didn't. Yeah. Uh, in college, That's rare. I was already thinking about business and yeah. doing business stuff. But you know, I had my share of drugs. I had my share of alcohol. I had my share of TV and like mindless TV watching and just relaxing and sometimes getting away watching TV. But looking back, I know that was me 
like escaping reality, mm-hmm. right? Like not taking ownership, not taking responsibility, not taking myself next level. It was a pastime, right? But it's not what I'm up to right now. In that book, you mentioned 10X is easier than 2X. What a great book, right? Yep. One of my all-time favorite business books, Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Go listen to it or read it. They talk about breaking your schedule up into three, three, threes, right? Um, what was it? High performance days, rejuvenation days, yep. and like organization days. Planning days, yeah. Yeah, planning days. What was the most difficult part with that, at least for me, I want to hear your thoughts, was the intentional rejuvenation days, like intentionally disconnecting from work, disconnecting from maybe content for myself. Yep. Because that's something I don't really do. So how did you make some changes in terms of those rejuvenation days? And do you think it's important to have some sort of rejuvenation days disconnected from that, that goal you're pursuing? And you were supposed to connect after we finished that book. Is That's true. We were. The, the, I loved the, that idea. The idea was that if you look at sports people or performers or ballet or whatever, they would spend a day rehearsing and planning, right? They would spend a day performing in the performance or on the field, right? So there was practice, which is the planning or like rehearsing. Then there was the day on the field, on the course, and then there was the rest day, right? So I've, I've implemented some of that. Like for me, Monday is planning day. Mm. Every week, Monday's planning day. I will not take meetings. It's all about planning. Friday is relax day. And I'm, I've cheated myself. Like I keep putting meetings in on Friday and then taking them out. Right. But here's the thing. When I take the day off for real, it's like amazing. It's not just like a rest thing. It's a creativity and the ideas and the space to create comes out because the rest of the time, if you're busy with your schedule, you're kind of surviving or reacting that's not creation mode, right? Creation happens when you're free of the thoughts, you're free of the work, you're free of the doing, and you're just being with yourself. And then it's like, some amazing idea comes out, right? Mm. Or this amazing plan or some moment of clarity. So it is key, right? I mean, we got to hold each other accountable to doing that because there's so much we can do. But what about the time that we got to be with ourselves and just be with ourselves or just be with our families? One of the benefits for me being in the relationship I'm in right now is my girlfriend, she, when I'm with her, I'm 100% present and I don't think about work. I can't say I'm 100% present. I'm highly present because she says all the time, she's right. I'm thinking about work, but I'm highly present. I'm able to be with her and not be thinking about a lot. And that has helped me a lot because I used to be the guy that worked till 9 p.m., right? Now I'm the guy that it's like 5.30, 5 o'clock, like I'm done I tell everybody, sorry, I'm done. I'm checking out. And that's made a huge difference to find balance in my life, right? You even have two phones, one for work, one for personal, right? So it doesn't interfere? Yeah, I do the best with that. Yeah, (laughs) got it. Yeah, no, I I love it. I love the authenticity and the honesty with it. Right. That book and that formula is great for, uh, especially entrepreneurs. So for those who are listening and watching as an entrepreneur, like that's a good protocol to follow. I will get better at myself. Yeah, the biggest thing I'll share about that book for me is like, Kind of like Michelangelo says with the David, like you get rid of everything that's not David. If, if you focus on the high priority items, you know, if you look at your week, you take inventory on your week and you're like, wow, there's these 40 or 50 things that I have to do this week or that I'm doing this week. Or you look at your schedule and then say, what can I get rid of? Right? Like, what could I get rid of that if it just disappeared, like it wouldn't really make a difference mm-hmm. for me? 
And I started doing that. And now I'm more focused on like high production meetings. I won't take meetings with people unless it's like, you know, friend or like a, an important meeting. But the more I, I get rid of, the more productive I am. So it's like this concept of like, you don't have to do more to get like some people say, oh, 10x, like work harder, 10x your work. Well, what if you actually didn't have to do that? What if it was actually 2x and you got 100x results? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. It's a, it's a paradigm shift. Such a right. great book. I, I listened to it, I think, three times, like back to back to back. And I've implemented a lot, but I think I still do better. Alex, I have one final question for you, and then you'll share a little bit about Real Grader uh, and just all the cool things you're doing online as well. Sure. Final question, bro. Vitamin G. Gratitude. What do you have vitamin G for right now? What are you grateful for today? Grateful for today... Well, I did my gratitude this morning. And then right after that, I shared with my team that that's one of our core values. So we have five core values. It's the acronym GRACE. So G is for gratitude, R is for relationships, A is for all in, C is for celebration, and E is for excellence. Mm, Great. So what I'm grateful for right now is that I shared that with my team in a moment of inspiration. And I was like, should I? Are they going to get it? And I just went for it, right? And I just shared it and everybody was so inspired on the call. They were all like, man, I, it's, we're just inspired by you. Like they've been watching my development. They see me changing and they see me personally developing and, you know, all these things happening. And they all like, not all, but like 10 people acknowledged me on that call. And I'm just great, so grateful that I have a team like that and that I have a team that listens and I have a team that I can lead and a team that I can inspire and that, now I'm really being my authentic self with my company before I was like holding back or like worried, what are they going to think? And now I just like do it and say it. And it's massive. Huge. It's awesome. Share a little bit more about real greater and uh, just anywhere that you want my audience to go check you out. So yeah, real greater uh, started because my mom was a realtor and she was struggling with technology. So I started helping her back in the year 1999 then started helping her friends doing digital marketing and then started helping her brokers. Then we built a website and marketing company for real estate. But in 2018, my partner and I got aligned on our vision and we wanted to build something way bigger. We wanted to help more realtors. And we saw that they were struggling with their online presence. They were struggling with tech. So we built Real Grader to measure, manage, and maximize their digital presence. We measure how they're doing online, kind of like Credit Karma gives you a credit score. We give them their online grade and then we manage it by optimizing them on Facebook, Google, LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube, and their real estate profiles. And then we maximize it by showing them how to be social media influencers, how to post content, everything from social media 101 all the way up to advanced YouTube channel creation and things like that or podcasts. And, uh, but the most crazy thing that happened to us is in listening to our clients, we created a new product. So a year after launch, all of our clients were like, this is great, but where do we put all of our stuff? So we built this digital business card that you could share in one click that would have all your social media connections, all your contact points, all your contact information, way better than a paper card. And we call that the Instacard. And that's gone viral. We've had like celebrities using it. Ben has his. And this digital card is the first time that you can really instantly share information both ways. Because let's face it, there's 10 billion paper cards that get printed every year. 88% of business cards end up in the trash in less than two weeks. So we need to, 
you know, everything has gone digital, but business cards, like why do we still carry around business cards? So we created the Instacart to digitally connect people. And what we're doing is building deeper relationships for people automatically. Mm. I remember when you had the idea for Real Grader, 2018, I guess it was. Yep. And I was at your apartment in uh, Miami Beach off of uh, 63rd Street. And you were showing me you had a, a can, you created like a Canva PowerPoint presentation on the idea. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember you sharing, okay, it's going to do this. And now just to look at what you've done, like 40, 50 plus employees, like multi-million dollar company traveling all over the world. It's like, it's pretty cool to see the idea literally like in front of me when you just had it yeah. and now put into reality. And you're, and you know, it, it's pretty cool. And then you're just getting started with it too. Right. With the Instacart thing, I know that your, your, your main company, real graders is for real estate agents and real estate, but can my audience, if they're, if they're like just a business professional or they just want the digital card, get the Instacart? Yeah. hundred percent. Where do they go? So we have thousands of clients that are non-real estate. So like me, to, yeah. Go to instacard.co. There you go. And you can uh, create your Instacard right there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Instacard.co. We'll put it down below in the YouTube notes and the podcast notes. But it's cool because you meet somebody at, at a dinner party or an event. You just show them the Instacard. Is it a scan? I forget how so it works. So it's a video-enabled digital card. So when you So you have it on your phone as an icon. You hit the share button. You can text it or you can show a QR code. The other person gets your information instantly and they share the information back to you and you can have a video playing right away. You can right. have links to your services. You can have your Google reviews. You can have all kinds of things on there. Way better than just sharing your contact card. Way better than just sharing your Instagram or your LinkedIn connection. Way better than just like, you know, some of the other products that are out there that are just basic digital cards. Yeah. Ours is video enabled, like ready to go. I love it. Yeah. So if you're watching on YouTube, I'll, I'll put this on my camera and uh, you can see this is my digital card. You can see it's a photo of me. It has we're going to have to add, now we got video. So we got to add video. Yeah. To I got to well. put a video there instead of the photo, but you can see it goes to my YouTube, my Instagram, my Facebook, my LinkedIn, my Twitter, and my website. And you could add more and there's a different customizations here. So instacard.co yep. uh, if you want to get that. And we do a 30 day trial and, and it's relatively low cost, like 99 bucks a year. Yeah. That's cheap for the whole year. Um, Alex, I acknowledge you, bro. I love uh, you've done you too, man. You've done so much for me. You continue to do so. You're you're one of my best friends, uh, close friends I have here in Miami, and you're just always supportive. You're authentic. You tell me what sometimes I don't want to hear, but I need to hear, and I appreciate that about you because you're always looking out for my best interests because you see so much greatness in me. So when you see me not doing, living up to that potential you'll call me out for that. And I respect that. And I appreciate that. And I, I just love our relationship and what we've done. And I'm excited to do a lot more with you because we've done, we didn't even talk about this, but we, we did a whole bunch of lectures together. I just, when you were saying that just now, I remember the time you had this tank top picture. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and I was like, dude, I think you're ready for the next level, like jackets, like yeah. suits. And like, now I see you with jackets and suits at all the events. Yeah. But I remember the the resistance, there was a little bit of a resistance because it was like one of your favorite photos because yeah, it was like jacked, really jacked yeah. and healthy in it, right? Correct. But that's like an example where like, even though I was like standing for your greatness, I'm like, dude, I get it. And you could like rock a sweet suit, you know? Yeah. Now I love seeing you like with all, you know, you're going to all these events and speaking on stage. It's crazy to think back in the day, Ben almost gave up, mm -hmm. right? Like you were, you were at a point where you created this community and you were looking for just 10 people to be part of the community. And I remember you're like, nobody signed up. Yeah. Nobody showed up. Nobody showed they up. They signed up. And then I, it was a Friday night. 
Right. Six o'clock, I show up at the park debris with a lecture and train them and not one person showed up. No, but this was the online community. I remember the first time oh, the, the, the you contacted oh, me it. and you're like, dude, I'm- It's, it was I called know, the Shred Fat keep, Mastermind. That's yeah, right. Yeah, I like, keep going and I'm like, bro, keep going. Because even if That's right. one person shows up, you'll make a difference for that one person. Yeah. And next thing, he had 10 people. And next thing, now he's yeah. got this giant community. Yeah, so I, I remember give that. up, you know? Yeah. Even if it, one person can make a difference, right? Go out there. Don't wait. Make a difference for that one person. Be their stand for their greatness. Yeah, 100%. Love you, bro. Thank you for coming Love on the podcast. Too. Let's go get some dinner now. Do it. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Alex Montalenti. All of the resources we mentioned can be found in the podcast notes down below, including that Instacart we spoke about. If you want to get that and use that digital card, it's pretty damn cool. His website's down below and more information about him is down below, including his YouTube and social media. Go check him out. Share this episode with a friend, somebody who's struggling to take responsibility for their health. Post it on social media. Tag us as well. And please consider leaving the Keto Camp Podcast a rating and a review if you have not done so already. Go get registered for the five-day Keto Challenge coming up starting October 2nd. It is free. It's going to change your life. We hope to see you on there over at KetoCampChallenge.com. We'll drop a link for that in the podcast notes down below. Thanks so much for spending part of your day with Alex and myself. I'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own. And this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.